2: Did we just invent California?
3: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
2: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.
3: This is Paris. Hey, everyone! We're back with Jamila Jamil for Seven Sliving Questions.
4: Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, no. Obviously, we've just spoken about how evil my brain is, but let's try.
3: No. <laughs> okay. So, uh-huh. what is your go-to karaoke song?
4: I don't i don't do karaoke i've never i, I think uh, it makes me feel incredibly shy and nervous but i feel as though if i did it would be britney mm-hmm. maybe work bitch oh That's yeah one of my it's one of the great songs of all time
3: it's the best i love it
4: mm-hmm. yeah
3: it's like the best workout song
4: oh it's all i like so the whole time i trained for she Hulk for the entire six months was I only worked out, literally only worked out to Britney. So Mm -hmm. I only listened to Britney the whole time in order to get into character, I had to listen to Britney, not because (laughs) the character is based off of her, but just because that music is so fun and empowering and makes you just feel like you can do anything. I agree. So yeah, it's it's a Britney song.
3: Love it, love Brit. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so next is, what is your life slogan?
4: Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough.
3: (laughs) Well. That's a first, definitely. Uh,
4: I like it. Um, You see what James has to put up with? He's so dignified and cool. It's a nightmare. (laughs) Thank God I've got big boobs. Go
3: on. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favourite holiday?
4: My favourite holiday... My favorite holiday is Easter, not for any religious reasons. I just, um, I love all the chocolate mm-hmm. and so I live for it. And I love that in England, we start selling Easter eggs around mid January uh, so that we have a three and a half month run up to rot our teeth.
3: Nice, and it is- the Cadbury eggs are so exactly. good. Exactly, Cadbury oh my God. eggs,
4: like, all of that, giant Easter eggs. So I think I I think I live from Easter to Easter. That's my New Year's Eve.
3: That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, do you believe in
4: ghosts? I 100% believe in ghosts. And I sort of do and I don't. And I fear that because I don't, that's why they're going to show themselves to me. So I won't stay in any like hotel that was built before like 1980, which it doesn't make any sense that I think that so many people have died since then. It's completely feasible that there would be like nineties <laughs> ghosts, noughties mm-hmm. ghosts. Um, but in my head, they're always Victorian. So I try to not stay in any old. Place. It's a night. It's a nightmare for me to like book a location when I'm filming, especially in really old, antiquated areas. But that's it. I will stay in any shitty, dead, vibeless hotel <laughs> rather than some beautiful old boutique. Where some Victorian woman or Victorian little boy is going to sit at the edge of my bed like wanking or whatever
3: (laughs) they do. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I know and I'm in old hotels too, like in Paris and like some places in Europe. I sometimes I'm just like, there has to be ghosts here.
4: A hundred percent. And I'm just so scared. Like I can't look in the mirror in old hotels because I'm so worried that I'm going to see like Marilyn Monroe or someone in there. (laughs) You know what, like a, there's something I, I always, I don't know why you always pop into my head whenever I think about this, but I, I, I try to like wear something nice every day because I, I always feel like that. you know, they say that the outfit that you die in is the outfit that you, your ghost will wear forever. What? And I feel as though considering everything I've been like watching you wear my whole like life, <laughs> I feel like you're going to have the most fabulous ghost. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever thought about this when you're getting ready in the day? That what if this is it? What if this is the outfit I go in? Am I okay with this being what I haunt people in for eternity?
3: I never heard about that, but that is a good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
4: It changes the way you feel when you're getting ready. It like puts a lot of intensity and pressure on me now.
3: Okay. Again, I've never thought about it that way, but it's interesting
4: I'm a special breed of maniac Paris don't worry about it
3: I love it (laughs) okay if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life what would it be
4: I'm such a basic bitch but it's just pizza it's Mm. pizza every time it's a standard margarita pizza with black olives uh and a and some like shake shack french fries on the side
3: oh it's so good that's my death row meal oh i'm I'm the worst i eat everything that's unhealthy but it's so good i don't care (laughs)
4: it's uh, unhealthy like it's just we're so lucky to have the food and it tastes good and yolo you Mm
3: -hmm. know what i mean i
4: want to die in a fabulous outfit knowing i ate a great meal
3: agreed
1: (laughs) this is paris
3: What is the worst date that you've ever been on and why?
4: Oh God, Um, what's the worst date I've ever been on? I've been on some pretty bad dates, but not that many because I don't date people very often because I'm very shy. Um, One of the worst ones was I went to this, I took this guy to uh, dinner in the dark and uh, that is a completely pitch black restaurant. Uh, where you can't see anything and I thought it would be like funny and kooky and it would also you know I have a uh, a difficulty with eye contact especially yeah. when I don't know people and so I was like great I could really be myself because we don't have to look at each other and so uh, we go to this meal uh, the service is absolutely terrible and the food is <laughs> so fucking disgusting and I thought because the whole point of why they make it in the dark is that if you lose one of your main senses your other senses are supposed to become heightened and uh, so your sense of taste is supposed to be really heightened and so therefore the food is supposed to taste even more amazing and so in that case why don't you serve people nice food instead of something that tastes like zebra shit? Uh, and (laughs) and so the food was so foul and it was such a weird vibe and the people sitting next to us were so odd and making us so uncomfortable that i became when i feel angry i become completely silent rather than vocal i just shut down and so he because i'm completely in the dark he thought i just left <laughs> he couldn't hear me anymore he couldn't even hear me breathe and so he reached over the table and he had you know he was like six for eight and he, um, his massive, giant hands, uh, two of his fingers accidentally went up my nostril because he didn't know Great. I was still there. And I screamed because I didn't know what has just gone up my <laughs> nose. I didn't know if like the chef has come out and put his dick up my nose. I don't know what's happening uh, or where these fingers have come from. And I uh, scream, stand up and lift the table. And so... No. Table goes all over him and so like wine <laughs> <laughs> and shark cheek and zebra ass or whatever the f- we were eating. He's covered in it and, and then everyone starts screaming and the waiters in there are blind. They have blind waiters, which is uh, you know, amazing, but but no one can see what's happening and I've completely disturbed the peace absolutely oh everywhere. God. And uh it was just um it it was just chaos and I ruined everyone's night and I ruined that date and we we didn't ever sleep
3: together that <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, definitely does not sound like a romantic dinner
4: no no it was very it was very unusual but so sorry to all of those brilliant waiters oh, yeah. and to all the other diners and was to that, that man? was that in browser. LA that was in uh, London
3: yeah do they even have those places in, uh, anymore
4: I don't know I feel like in Los Angeles you'd get sued
3: you yeah like I mean? weird things would happen
4: it's too, lit- too litigious and like also like this place is so horny that I just feel like everyone will be f***ing each other under yeah. the table. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would just be, be weird. Like, paligula, uh in there, and you know they have like night vision, night vision cameras in there, and so you could just imagine how many celebrities will get busted for like, you know. Oh yeah. For the role. <laughs> in the dark. Oh my god. <laughs> You're going to have to cut out, like, all of this podcast, aren't you?
3: (laughs) No, it's fine. (laughs) Okay, last living question is, hmm, what is your biggest regret in life?
4: uh, Oh, my biggest regret in life is how much I've hated myself my whole life. Like, I've been so much meaner to me than anyone else has managed to be to me. And like people on Twitter are really mean to me. And it still just looks really weak from them because I'm like, I'm so much crueler to myself. This is nothing. You're not even touching the sides. And I think I've now gotten to a good place of of self-tolerance and self-love. But for so much of my life, I feel like I've wasted so much time that I could have spent having like really good sex or really fun meals, just starving myself and picking myself apart and holding myself to really unrealistic standards and i feel like i missed out on a lot of my life in doing so and so i guess the reason i'm so open and honest to a fault and why i have my podcast and my instagram and my general media presence is just to like just to stop people from making the mistake that i made of bullying myself for such a long time because it's such a pointless waste and you really only do get one shot at this roundabout and you should really make the very most of it, because if the last two years taught everyone anything is that we have no, we really have no control. We are on borrowed time to do all the things that we love. And so now I'm trying to take that forward with me with a bit of self-compassion and I seek pleasure. And even if that means sometimes I'm a bit more selfish than I used to be, I am on like a one woman mission to make the absolute most of what's left of my life.
3: I love that. I think that's really good piece of advice for other girls to hear because people could definitely relate to that
4: and it's not worth it yeah. you and I have both you know been there and done that and yeah. it's not worth it and it doesn't make you happy and all the shit we're told to strive towards and it doesn't matter the size of the DJ gig or the amount of press coverage you get or how thin you are we've 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 lived some sort of adjacent life you and I yeah and we both know that some of our saddest and darkest and loneliest moments were when everyone thought we were the happiest we could possibly be yep so i'm just determined to destroy all those like those fictitious ideas of what it is that we're supposed to be
3: well thank you for coming on and talking about this and you're awesome and i can't wait to meet again and can't wait to (laughs) do your podcast too thank you thanks for listening to this is paris
1: So what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play
2: hey guys back at the playground again huh
1: yep you know what this playground could use a wine
2: country heck yeah and some waves so we could go surfing
1: oh (laughs) Ah, love that a redwood forest would be cool Ah, ski
0: slopes. Let's
3: do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait!
2: Did we just invent California?
3: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
2: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP.